So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hosers. This is episode 66. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth. Joining me as always is Carter Lupel. Carter, how are you? What's going on, Chris? Good, man. Just, uh, you know, in the, um, I don't know what you'd call the space that I'm in. It's my basement, but it's kind of like my creative area where um, I'm going to record all the podcasts uh, moving forward. Um, I got a little, carved out a little space for myself down here. What do you think? Technically, it's a basement if you want to be a dick about it, but... <laughs> yeah this is where chris chris chris's creative time yeah chris's creative space there we that's go that's the new podcast i'll be starting um where i just talk about home renovation projects that's what um uh, one of my favorite like quotes from the office was when uh they were like asking michael if he has free time and it just says move creative space or move creative play to this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah dude i love it the last little bit for me has been the movie The Grinch, you know, where he's like trying to decide if he's going to go to Whoville or not. He's like going through his schedule. He's like, he's like three o'clock, self-loathing. <laughs> if I move this around, that's like basically been my life in quarantine straight up. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so we're recording episode 66. We just recorded episode 65. So you're going to get a 65 and 66 back to back just to keep things. Well, there'll be two separate episodes, but yes, at once. Nice. Uh, and that's significant because we just finished a great interview with our friend, uh, friend of the show. I think we can call him that now. Curtis we Gabriel of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Uh, great interview. Really, really good. What a guy. Uh, it's I'm really, really happy with it. So excited about that. Um, and then, yeah, we're just going to record another episode. Thomas's uh, Zoom crashed, so hopefully he'll be back at some point. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe not. I just shot him a note, tell him to come on in whenever he's ready. He was having some Wi-Fi issues. Um, if you're having Wi-Fi problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got well, Yeah, it. I feel bad for Thomas because his Wi-Fi was actually a guy on his roof with an antenna. Yes. And because of well, social distancing and quarantine... He hasn't had the same connection because he needs to stay an extra six feet away from him. Well, and the other thing that factors in that a lot of people haven't considered is, is Thomas's internet guy an essential worker or not? <laughs> and I'm of the belief that when we have an interview, uh, it should be. Yeah. But any other time, it's whatever. It's fine. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. He clocked out as soon as the interview was done. Yeah, I can't I can't fault him for that. That's that's, <laughs> I think, fair. Um, but yo, uh, how'd you, how'd you feel about the interview? I think it went really well. I think it went really well. It was nice to talk to Curtis and I think he has, um, 
he has a, a very like different perspective and energy than uh, that a lot of hockey players have. Um, I don't yeah. think I don't think he shares um, a similar mindset, which is refreshing. Um, yeah, and he, definitely. And he, and he has lots of lots of unique things that he's working towards uh, in regards to like inclusivity, inclusivity and progression in the game and everything like that. He was an interesting kid to talk to. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I mean, it's weird for you to say an interesting kid because he's got like five feet on you. Um, he is younger than you, but he, that's why I said interest or he was a nice kid. Oh, because he, you're older than he is. Yeah, dude, you're elder. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just talking about just OH, this way. OHL in 2011. I'm like, okay, he's younger than I am. Considering we graduated high school in 07 and 08, respectively. <laughs> I do feel like if Curtis Gabriel was Dr. Evil, you'd be like his mini-me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got and tats. That's, well, it's topical because I've watched all three of those Austin Powers movies uh, in the last 72 hours, and it's exceptional. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, he's, he's taller than me. Uh, he's better at hockey than me. Yeah, he's hotter than me. He's got nicer tats than me. Um, All very real things. And he's a little more articulate than I am. And so if you think yeah, of Dr. Evil and Mini-Me, Mini-Me's like a quarter of everything Dr. Evil is. And I think I, I'm at least at a quarter, if not less, of everything that Curtis Gabriel is. So we would be the perfect Dr. Evil <laughs> Mini-Me. I like it. And Thomas is now back. Thomas, thank you for coming back to Is this Carter the podcast? Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, about, sorry about your luck, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I missed the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, that's okay. The Mario Lemieux jo- episode. Whoa. The Josh Hosang episode. I was going to say the Josh Hosang episode. <laughs> I didn't know, just like back to Curtis Gabriel for a second, I didn't oh. know he... Um, uh, hold on. Oh, shit. I didn't know he... like was picked out of like double a in new market that was yeah interesting. yeah new market hurricanes that's pretty crazy that like that's like he also got drafted in the third round in his last year of eligibility which is pretty cool too because that yeah. that's like wild. never happens oh wait no he played oh, he, he played wild. for the, the markham waxers <laughs> for played with uh that's hutch hutch played with the waxers that's where he got drafted out of oh Hutchinson. there you go barry boy yeah Barry boy, I always, I, I told you guys my story about uh, Hutchinson's parents being customers of mine when I worked at Rogers. No, they or were no, wait, like Hutch, the Hutchinson, people ever. Sorry, Hutchinson was the um, Islanders. Stamkos was the Waxers. Stamkos, yeah, Stamkos, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and wasn't okay, Subban on that team? What? Subban was on that Waxers team. I thought he was on the Islanders team. No, he was on the team with Stamkos. There's that really? picture of them together. Yeah. Dude, have you never seen a Hockey Night in Canada broadcast? It's yeah, brought geez. up at least 10 times a year. <laughs> Every time the Lightning play. and whatever team Subban's on. It's just always yeah. there. And like that picture of, uh, I don't know, whenever old teammates play. There's always like, I oh, think this, the, next this, like... Team, the next team that Subban's going to be on is uh, the team that Logan Paul is on. What's that team called? <laughs> 10 team? Team 10? Team 10. <laughs> No, no, he was the Markham Islanders. 
get it because he's on YouTube a lot. That was the mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, we're, um, we're, that's okay, Chris. Sorry, boys. Subban was the Islanders, guys. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the content that I'm sure people are. Well, I'm re- sorry. I was just like, con- I was confused because I played. <laughs> I, I played. You're reading elite prospects. Well, no. Yeah. Cause I, what, I pl- what minor midget team did Steven Stamkos? Because well, the waxer, the waxers were in our, our loop when I, so Stamkos and I are the same year. And he was just like, you hated playing against the waxers because Stamkos would just like annihilate you. But the Islanders were not in our loop. Did and you? Sorry to interrupt, buddy. What were like some of the more like, like skilled players that you would have played against growing up? Well, I don't know. Um, I I played against uh... <laughs> Thomas is like playing against Jerome McGinley in NHL '06. Like really challenging um, for me. I played against my dad, but uh, no, I. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty he's ruthless on the drive oh he played at the scarborough scorpions holy shit your dad's just like hitting you with the bows in the corner yeah he played it in that house league for uh stong college at york u oh my god yo you know it's really weird okay, carter definitely has a story here but i'll share mine really quickly is like when you used to play road hockey with your siblings maybe different for you thomas because you have sisters but when I used to play road hockey against my brothers, my parents would always get mad at us if we ever like rough cows in the basement or anything like that. But if we're playing hockey and I'd like drop my mitts and beat the absolute fuck out of Cameron, my parents wouldn't really do anything. They'd just yeah. watch. Oh, we'd come in like teeth missing. Like, well, you're really fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I guarantee no, people on your street, like, bought tickets to see road hockey lupel road hockey so what we used to do like back in (laughs) high school and university we always lived on a court and um and we would get like all the guys like from like the teams that i played on and that cooper would play on and everything and we would have these enormous like ball hockey games like weekend long like and it would just get so like bloody so intense and it was like we were talking about the other day can't i was like I can't believe we can't play road hockey. Ken was like, holy shit, you guys used to have like battle royales in the courts with like all of these guys. And like, believe it. With like Phil Morrow and Justin Dix and Tyler Lumley and all the like. Hey, those are like, some good hockey players. Josh and John Dix used to come out and uh, we used to have like Bolesky come out, like Romola would come out, like all the all those guys that like, like Wakewich would come out. And it was like, it used to get so intense. Dude, we used to play ball hockey uh, on my subdivision, all, like in my subdivision rather, all the time. And I was a goalie. I always played goalie growing up. And then we, like when Cameron was old enough to slap the pads on, he was the goalie. And then <laughs> I could be, you know, the uh, the sniper uh, right winger that I was meant to be. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. And it's weird too, because we didn't always have a lot of kids play on our street. So then like the adults would play like oh, against nice. the kids and they yeah, bring out break, awesome. break out the old Sherwood 5030s and Absolutely. I actually remember distinctly. Do you guys remember the old Thomas? You might be too young to remember, mm. but they had these old Nike hockey commercials. Do you guys remember oh, I those? I love those. They were so funny and we used to recreate them. Um, with all the kids playing ball hockey and my mom used to take videos of it. I wonder if I could <laughs> try and track those down. But do you remember the video of the goalie and the cab? I can't, that's all I oh, yeah, remember yeah. the commercial. It was, but there's um, like a goalie in the cab and he's like 
talking shit to the camera. I can't was Chris Od- it. Was it Chris Osgood? I want to say it was a Canadians goalie. Let me see if I can find it here on, on Joseph, YouTube. Jose Theodore? Uh, Theodore, yeah. Theodore? Was it no, Theodore? it might. Oh, I found it. Who is that? Matt Sunday? Oh, is this a... Sorry, I want to interrupt. <laughs> Matt Sunday. <laughs> That's the same goalie that has like the leaves, like him mowing the lawn, like with a leaf blower. Oh, there's like, so many of them. I didn't the realize same... there were so many. Yeah, man. There's like a babysitter so one. Now, it's, now hockey takes itself too seriously. Yeah, like '90s absolutely. and early 2000s hockey branding was like, we're nowhere the lesser sport, but we're gonna try to get them. Like, man, I rewatched. I think it was a couple days ago. Someone put it on Twitter, of like that old. Uh, I think it was Nike. With like that mo- hotel commercial, like it's a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know all the play- all the players in the hotel, and Ovechkin's like calling room service. Oh, like oh yeah, 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 and like Kessel and like are going down the hallway with uh, I forget who the other player is, and then like Joe Thornton is like picking out like leftovers from like the tray and stuff, <laughs> and he's like, "You haven't oh, seen man. me," and like, and man, so it's good. so like, yeah, you haven't seen a commercial like that in so long. Well, all hockey commercials now are like, you know, a uh, close up of somebody stopping and like the ice, like yeah. going at the camera. And all then, super dark. And then Mitch Marner, like coming out of, out of there, like the darkness into the light and like what looks like a Leafs jersey, but obviously isn't for marketing and branding reasons. Uh, and then he's like, when it comes, when it comes to hockey, I don't give a puck. And then it like goes to like another, it's like fucking stupid but yeah, like, and it's all like uh or like william nylander or Connor mcdavid on those like half balls for bouncing or for balancing on bosu yeah. balls bosu balls yeah them just like stick landing on it and be like on be those like Connor mcdavid those half those half round workout things that you stand on yeah, i work <laughs> out yo work we out should do lot. We should do commercials for hosers. Like my knee would explode on one of those. <laughs> you want to have video evidence of my knee? Keep yeah. You guys want to see my ankle? My ankle yeah. would literally fall off. Yeah. I, want, I want you and Emily to stand on both Sioux balls next next July when you renew okay. your vows. Yeah, that's that's my I'll goal. Be stick handling. That's you know my goal. I mean. You're gonna be. You'll be like one of those kids on like the skate or like on the uh, not the skateboard, but like the like the fuck what's it called scooter no, no i i did that scooter. It, it's so hard i was like yeah, oh I'm gonna... there's videos oh the Carter like keeps the up. it's like, like a board the... that they're yeah, standing yeah. on and there's a ball and or uh like a roller or something underneath. yeah it's the balance board yeah so and, fucking hard um, i can't balance like standing on flat ground 
Facts. Dude, that dancing video of you though is pretty oh, hot. Yeah. It's great. I was feeling Carter. myself. I haven't Yo, seen Carter. What? Robin uh Robin was saying to me the other day, because you guys know I'm uh, off the social media right now. Surprise, surprise. But um, Robin was telling me that there's all these photos and videos of you on Instagram. And she goes, why does Carter keep posting all these thirst traps? Because I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> you have me and Thomas. What else could you need? I know. They're not thirst traps, are they? Is, is it a bad they're Instagram? No, Robin says that they're thirst traps. Okay, well, I'm just so, I'm just living my best life in quarantine, guys, and I'm sharing it with the world. I get it, okay. but also, is there, I, is, there in, is your IG public? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it is a thirst trap then. Yeah. I have like sub two hundred followers. I'm literally thirst trapping people at Anomaly and you guys. <laughs> okay. It. Question: What if we used hosers as a platform to try and get you to fall in love with someone new? Like a listener? Imagine Maybe. dating someone that listens like, to the like podcast. A, a dating, yeah. I don't think Totally Offside would go for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think your T.O.'s type, the, to be honest. The, the type that would listen to hosers. Uh, I don't want to get into that. That they, could get very mean. Yeah, maybe that's one of our new segments is Love for Carter. Here's a segment. Like, love for Carter. <laughs> here's a segment. Why does, all of, <laughs> yeah. why does all of Angus listen to hosers? I don't know. <laughs> It's just because, oh, your mom listens to hosers. Yeah. My mom <laughs> loves there you go. I could finally be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I've been calling you daddy all these years. And, <laughs> know, it'll be seamless. Um, my mom called me last night right after I got off the FaceTime with you guys and was like, heard you got an NHL player on the podcast. That's so exciting. Here's from my Instagram, so. And I was like, uh, yeah, we're a pretty big deal. So everything's yeah. coming together for us now. That's going to be on climbing the charts. <laughs> Your mom's going to unfollow no, me. There is no circumstance on the fucking planet that we ever do a Patreon. If you guys said, like, Chris, it would be so good to do a Patreon, I would say absolutely not. It's not happening. Fast forward like two years from now. We're hey, making, um, making $50,000 a month on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, remember to... Hey, mem- thanks for listening, guys. You can e-transfer me at carter.lupel at gmail.com. <laughs> Yo, if you, you love the Password will be hosers. <laughs> We've already gone over on the record that all of the good ideas come from me. That's true. Almost That's all lie, of them. But... It's usually Thomas saying something, then Carter saying something completely outrageous, and then me just sending the laughing, crying emojis. That's typically... Ooh. Oh, shit. You know that NHL Fortnite thing's going on right now? Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Jack Rosovic got a victory royale. Rosovic. Oh, I still... This is the news that we're scraping from Rosovic. the bottom. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what Fortnite actually is. Like, I... I Apparently, know. the Winnipeg Jets are, like, killing it. Like, everyone on the Jets. Because oh, Line, I taught them shocker. all. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Wasn't that a, a narrative in hockey that I know we definitely talked about? Like, yeah. are the Winnipeg Jets playing Fortnite too much? And then, remember when the Canucks actually banned it? Well, yeah. Remember when they uh, Elliot Friedman was like, there is a player who is addicted to video games that is definitely <laughs> oh God, not Oli. It's definitely Merrick. not Oli Olevi. Merrick was like, Merrick was like, this OHL player, I know for a fact, like, has... Uh, his affected his career. Like he's this in, OHL player, definitely not only Olavi, definitely dropped it in the top this five. Canadian, he, said, he said a top 
I think he said like it was drafted in the first round by a Canadian team and is struggling. And it was like, yeah, oh. everyone thought it was Ole Ulevi or Max Jones. I, that's what I remember hearing back then. Did he say? Did he say Pacific Division or what? Or Canadian team? He said it was Pacific Division, I believe. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm dumb. And then people were like going, oh, he's great. And he wears the coolest number, 49. No one in the league wears 49 except him. That's a cool number. And he was so good on that London Knights team. Oh, fuck that team. He's like the perfect like mix of like, I don't know, what I like to see in a hockey player, you know? Truculence? Truculence. I'm in Toronto, so. Things Uh, Thomas likes to see in a hockey player. (sighs) Hazel eyes that you could stare into forever. Luscious Mm -hmm. beard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we found oh love on the God. podcast already. I've been oh right running your nose the whole time. Should we talk about the playoff format until we can get somebody to join us? Do you yeah, want absolutely. me to redo the link? No, don't redo the tweet. If, okay. No, but if anybody expresses interest, we should give it to them if they if we know who they are. Okay, I'll tweet again from the hosers. If anybody would like to join to join our zoom call dm me and i will give you our link um Bilal's in the queue should we just not let him in (laughs) (laughs) let him in let him in but let's shit talk him so he hears us shit talking as he comes on all right i'm gonna let him in do you guys want to get it you have to 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 ready with the microwave oven thing (laughs) yeah or here i'll just turn my computer towards my microwave oven so he feels at home Well, can you identify this cooking appliance? Oh, I can't hear you. Oh my god, he's on mute. You're on mute, Bilal. Can't hear you, buddy. Bottom, uh, bottom, like there's a button down here. Oh Oh, no! Oh, it's connecting connecting to audio. audio. Oh, there there you go. There you go. There he is. Yeah, you got him. All right, boys. How's it going? What's up? Good, man. What's popping? Ah, nothing. You can see there's a little bit of soccer going on behind me. Uh, yeah, we're about to fire. Yeah, we're just uh, talking about footy. Yeah, talking about footy. I know I miss it so much. <laughs> but uh, wearing a hat at home because my hair looks terrible. I mean, look at this. Man. Like, we're all wearing hats. Oh, we have the same Dude, hair. We all have, oh, we have, the we same all have haircut. quarantine hair. <laughs> I know. Dude, I have like the flow. Yeah, Chris and Tom have lettuce right now. This is the longest <laughs> oh my, my hair has ever been. I usually get a cut like every month. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to. Uh... Okay, we're good. We're good. Sorry. So, okay. I had to move upstairs because there's a little bit of drama between the pets. Well, we actually brought you on today because we want you to do a cooking episode for us. Fasting, man. It's Ramadan, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh I'm sorry, yeah, man. Too. Yeah. Wow. Fasting. Back to, well, um, back to actually, being culturally insensitive as usual. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, good. Not good. it's been the weirdest Ramadan ever because usually we're going to the mosque like yeah. every yeah. day or every yeah. other day, at least for me because I work. But, you know, there's always like the whole family or the friends thing. And like usually the last fast every year I go out with my friends to eat. And this year it's been garbage. Yeah, it's been absolutely garbage. Sorry, I didn't have my light on, but um, it, it's been it's just been it's so weird. Like I haven't been doing anything, and you know, it's just I wish you know things were different, but obviously they're not. Yeah. But um, Eid is hopefully on Sunday or Monday, depends yeah. on you know the whole religious moon sighting. 
But yeah, um, yeah. maybe next week we'll do a little or in, a, in the <laughs> is, next is, few weeks. Is there like any like thing like via Zoom or via conference that you got that you've been doing to like keep like kind of involved or like as a yeah. community through this or no? I mean, it's different. I mean, I have, I don't generally like I'm not really like crazy involved as I used to be. I just, you know, kind of grown apart from it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we usually we give out food to like some of our neighbors or people in our building and you know we can still do that right you just have to be it's much different like you gotta keep the food like you know you're doing contactless delivery basically you're pointing at the front of the door you're not gonna do it well back um you know nikki nikki nine door is an adult now Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i live in a building man so i I mean i could i could do that i I love that yeah. I could just see Bilal like ripping up and down the hallways, just like just knocking on doors. We used to do that when we were younger. We used to do that all the time because the neighborhood I grew up in was like you know we didn't care. We just all did whatever the hell we wanted. I love whereabouts in Toronto were you again? I always forget. So right right now I live in Flemington Park, which is like just it's in North York, yeah, pretty much. But it's like it's not far. It's like we're off the DVP in Eglinton. But that's where I live. Yeah, that's where it's like a little more north. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a little bit north of, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I used to live in Thorncliffe Park, which is just down the road. And, uh, yeah. I've, you know, I've known the whole, my, I've known this area my whole life. Like, I've never lived outside of here. So, so east uh, side of Toronto is better than west side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I disagree. People, oh, yeah. I disagree oh, with that, but. Yeah. East side of Toronto is way better. I mean, yeah. I go to school in Etobicoke, so I have, I have a little, like, experience. Like, I go to school at Humber College down at Lakeshore. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Which, by the way, I miss a lot, but um, which is surprising. Uh, so I will say that Etobicoke does have some things that I do like. Like they do have good food over there. I'm not gonna lie, but Scarborough is like, mm. it's, it's good <laughs> food, man. I mean, I, 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 I should have an opinion on food considering what the hell I've been putting out there. But it's honestly Scarborough. Like you can find any type of cultural like food. Like, yeah. Anything. You want yeah, Chinese, you want Jamaican, you want uh Indian, you want anything, you go to Scarborough. Um, yeah, that's true. I yeah, know Scarborough's like, good for that. Working with people that like are from smaller towns like at Yahoo and stuff, and like they all live all they know is like downtown or like Liberty Village. Yeah. Like, all yeah, of them yeah. live in Liberty yeah. Village and then like yeah. and then commute across King or like all of them Queen West. just live, yeah, Queen West or like yeah. they live on the lake shore or something. Like yeah. Uh, or like Roncesvalles at most, or Junction, or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, no one knows East Side. No one knows like East York and everything, and even I, like the Northeast Side. But and I yeah. feel like Toronto gets a bad rep because a lot of people, when they think of Toronto, they just think of downtown, and then they'll yeah. think of maybe like Liberty Village and yeah. Queen and West, West, but Dinah. Yeah, even the, the farthest, farthest west, west they go, they go is Austin. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have that little and, square. Yeah, it's a little square. Basically, it's like Austin, DVP, Bloor, Lakeshore. Where yeah. I'm like. Yes, that's Toronto, but there's also so much more. Like if you go to Scarborough, even Etobicoke, like I use, I diss it all the time, right? I don't care. I'll diss it no matter what. But even Etobicoke <laughs> has the culture, man. Like, I, I, like it is. Like, dude, it's yeah. honestly like yeah. Scarborough. I love. I all my relatives live out there. First of all, um, yeah. one of my best friends lives out there, so I go there all the time. As it is, I don't live that far from there, but still, like, yeah. dude, it's like Scarborough has a lot of like great things to do. Like Scarborough Town Center, man. Everyone used to go there all the time. Like, yo. <laughs> Like I'll give Scarborough, yeah, and I'll that, give I'll give Scarborough shit all the time. But like honestly, like going to STC is like a whole—it's a that, whole thing. Man. The scariest stop on the TTC line, though, is STC. Just to Basarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, it's it, no Basarian's a good one. No, a good one's Chester. 
because literally no one uses no, that Chester actually no one uses. And like all you go is if you're stopping at Chester, you're going to pizza, the Pizza Nova right there. Yeah. Or you're too lazy to walk from Broadview to like the LCBO that's there. Yeah, like, pretty it's much. Or a little bit closer to the LCBO. Yeah, well, that Broadview is like right there. But he, everyone goes off to Dimitri's over there too, right? So yeah. Is yeah. Dimitri's the uh, dessert place? The, the dessert place? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dessert place, yeah. They have a few you guys Dimitri's. talking about Toronto is like tricky for me a little bit because I like only really know Etobicoke because we lived there for a bit growing up. Yeah. Um, so when you guys are like, yeah, this place, this place, I'm like, oh yeah, how close is that to the CN Tower, bro? <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you think? Well, it, it's a I, I will say, I feel like Etobicoke is closer to the CN Tower than Scarborough. Yeah, um, that's true. It does feel like, I, I, it does feel like Scarborough, you feel like, oh crap, you're far. Considering it's also like kind of hard to get to downtown from Scarborough because like the, the subway, like the subway does just not go out there. LRT's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Gotta take a bus or whatever. Yeah, there. at least, at least like the when the subway goes out into Etobicoke, yeah, it's not only a blur, but you know, it's not hard to get from down to blur from a, from a bus. Yeah. Where, I, you know, when yeah. I was um, with like interning with MLSE, I lived in Leslieville. Okay. And I, I, I would already get shade for being an intern. And then shade. all these, like, shade. all these West Enders were giving me like double shade because Leslieville might as well have been like on another planet to them. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No Tino shade, no pink lemonade. Yo, hey, Leslie great. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of zoned out. Yo, uh, I mean, Leslieville's interesting. It's an interesting neighborhood. It's. Neighborhood. I used to work there, and yeah, I used to, work there used, used to live like right, right around the, the corner part of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to work at Greenwood and Queen, so I know that. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know that. Oh, Greenwood. That's where we used to go play puck. We played on the ODR at Greenwood. They had the best games. Oh, Greenwood and Gerard. Yeah, Gerard, that big yeah. that yeah. big park there with the dog. The whole big park. Yeah. Uh, Yo, so uh, Bilal, local. Yeah, I was gonna say people are loving the content. They're <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's like they took me the whole way through the city. This is awesome. Um, but yo, Bilal, what have you been doing during quarantine, buddy? Um, well, I did work a couple days here and there in May. Um, but I just kind of stopped again because I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm a delivery driver by trade right now, right? So it's been that and cooking. So, <laughs> um, but mostly, mostly it's just been sitting at home watching whatever old sports is on TV. Yeah. How many how many microwave I mean, ovens have you gone through this quarantine? You must burn one, through those pretty one. quick, right? <laughs> just one. Um, I've been binge watching Friends because I've never watched Friends in my life, so okay. I decided to take up on that. It's not a bad show. I feel like people shit for what it is, but whatever. Um, there you go. Um, I don't know. Just cooking, man. Like that's all I've been doing. And I've been fasting. Right, Ramadan came in, so it's mm-hmm. just kind of been sitting around. Nice. Um, there you go. We were uh, we were talking about the playoff format or the like supposed ah. playoff format before oh you jumped in what are your let's, let's get your thoughts what here your takes um i don't know i've i kind of have not been too interested in what the leagues have been trying to put out there but i did look at that 2014 playoff format and honestly it looks like and i think someone suggested this from i don't know from a little inner circle but they basically trying to get that tv money in from like trying to get the viewers in from montreal and uh in Chicago, because those are the two teams that are just kind of like in that 16 to 24 team like range. Yeah. And those are obviously big markets for the NHL, right? So if they can get those two teams in, and then, you know, even Buffalo, which is. Yeah, you know, I was going to mention the Sabres. It's like, it's a crazy hockey it's, market. It's so a massive market. TV. Yeah, it is yeah. a massive market considering how small that city is. Um, I hope no one comes after me for that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's small. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, Bilal's never said anything controversial, so it should no, be, it's okay. be that issue. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can see. I just, I don't understand. I mean, I get, I get why they're doing it. I just, I don't like. It's kind of gonna be chaotic if they do do it, um, especially with the health and safety. I mean, if you put that aside for a second, I'm just looking at the pure hockey, uh, at a pure hockey standpoint. It's gonna be really chaotic, and we're gonna see. A, we may see some upsets. Um, yeah. I, oh, I guess yeah, I don't know time. how it's going to work, man. <laughs> like, no, we were like, just talking before you got on, like, who's the team, like, the non-playoff team right now they could actually, like, see make a good run. They said the Habs, so they're wrong, but. Oh, my um, God. No, I think they, okay, hear me out, because I know. You're saying Habs, and, like, Carey Price will be in that. Yeah, I know, but, yes, he's up and down, but at the same time. He's always he down. like, okay, hold on. <laughs> Him, he could still steal them a series. Like, what's to say that they don't come back and. Shea Weber's playing like unreal. And I, yes, I understand there's doubt to that, but you could say the same thing about Bobrovsky in Florida. He's been absolute hot garbage yeah, all say, season, but doesn't mean that yeah. he couldn't go on a little run. What, and like I said, what's to say that Carey Price can't steal them a few games? He's I also mean, he been could. resting. The, the reason why he like is so up and down is because he's the crutch. Like he hasn't had to carry the weight. I, I also just feel like from a storyline perspective, seeing the Canadians get in would be good. Like, yeah, I still want the Leafs to win, obviously. But entertaining. It'd be it'd be cool. And I also think same with Chicago. Like Chicago has been a hot and cold team and obviously there's all these, you know, people who rightfully think that they're cooked and like that'll be the end of it. But I still think hockey's better when you you know, we're seeing Duncan Keith and, you know, we're seeing showtime and we're seeing uh taves and whatever like i think it's 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 good television and when there hasn't been a whole hell of a lot of that it's as i said i just think it's positive at this point yeah interesting interesting um i see the are, are the rangers a playoff team don't right they're just outside. They're like one of the teams that's on the cusp so. they'd be it's like islanders rangers uh Panthers. florida montreal yeah and i the see the East. rangers yeah. the rangers were on a bit of a streak before they was halted no I, I, I can yeah. see, especially Zibanejad, man. Like, he has really stepped up. Yeah. Yeah. He has Nasty. stepped up. He's been so really good. good. That five-goal game, my goodness. Like, yeah, he's, sick. he's, he's done that. really well. And well, I, I can see the Rangers making some noise. I definitely can see them. Yeah. I can see Panarin tearing it up a little bit. Like, that top line is so gross. Oh, and yeah. I think, you know, same same thing with, like, Lundqvist. Like, yeah, he's been up and down, too. But he could still be a And if games, not, you have the other two. So, it's fine. Yeah, right. Fine. Like you got absolutely. Jorgen, 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 yeah. Yeah, Jorgen, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's an. I mean, Cabo Caco is still. He's a little developing. kind of thing. The yeah. thing too that I think the league is probably banking on, and I can't remember if we talked about it before Bilal came on or not, but like, there's such a desire for something. So yeah. even teams that like you wouldn't traditionally watch, mm-hmm. you're probably going to watch them because it's the only thing that's on well, TV right now. I'm going to watch every Minnesota Wild team. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, watching. I'm watching third rate soccer here, man. I mean, I mean the Bundesliga is third fun. rate. I mean, it's what? not third rate. It's top flight, but you know. Future it's, future it's, red Timo Werner. Excuse me. I, I mean BBB guy. So. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, you're right though. No, I think no. To Chris's point. To Chris's point, though, no, you're right. I think there's an appetite for anything right now. Like, man, I put on like a minute of NASCAR the other day. I felt like, holy crap! <laughs> like, wow, you know. And I watched some of the golf yesterday before um, a certain president came on. And uh, uh, yeah, that was an that was an interesting little bit as well. I mean, I don't generally watch golf. I watch the Masters. 
I guess once like every year, especially last year when Diamond Rose was doing his thing. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think to Chris's point, we're just starving for anything right now, right? And yeah. you know, any sport really. But man, if hockey could come back, I last night I was watching that Leafs Islanders game from January fourth. Um, yeah, where Michael Hutchison had a shutout, three nothing win. Um, and it was that it was the one goal where Kaplan did the whole. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was, he did a really nice move to pass off to Engvall on the rush. Um, yeah, man, I just I, watched I it. I was like, I just felt like, holy crap, I missed this. Like, I yeah. the, the hockey I've been watching has been like stuff from the early two thousands when like Lisa Kujo and Sandine, and that's fun hockey. Yeah. And I I remember watching a bit of it, like obviously when I was younger, but. This hockey, like I just watched, like from January fourth of this year. I mean, it's crazy. It's the same year, um, but that was just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch, and I actually got. I had a little bit of a smile when the Leafs went up to nothing. <laughs> on the, in that oh game. yeah. yeah is there a, is there a team right now that you would be excited to watch? Like, I think there's teams that like you kind of get in for the storyline, but are there any that you kind of would would put a personal kind of interest in? Um, I would love to see Carolina lose, um, just because it's Twitter's, Twitter's, <laughs> it's Twitter's look. Listen, it's Twitter's that. favorite team. Um, they have it, just, uh... their fan base isn't bad. I'll, I'll give them that. They're, it's a fun fan base. <laughs> it's a it's it's fine. I get it. I just man, I would love to see Carolina lose. I just, I don't know. I just love seeing Twitter going shambles. Man. And, yeah, you know I mean that's me just who I am. But that but, run um, was good. That run last year was good. I feel like great. people weren't run. like. People weren't like overhyped about them like they were like kind of two years ago, and yeah. then it was like, and yeah. then the, that like sweep with the Islanders, it was sick. Yeah. I mean, I the David Ayers thing pissed me off so much. I hate him that. Yeah, much. that kind oh, of dampened for yeah. Leafs fans. Yeah. For Leafs so, fans that I are never, kind of also Kings fans, uh, you got to understand where I'm coming from. I, yeah. I, I know it's going to be ridicule, ridicule forever. I mean, it's the Leafs, whatever. I mean, it'd be funny if the Leafs do win a cup in this type of setting. Like, I, I, because <laughs> listen, you got to have a parade. Um, there's definitely going to be fans who will put an asterisk beside that that team forever. Forever, 100%. forever until they win an actual real one. Like you know, just hypothetically speaking. But my goodness, man! Like if the Leafs actually do it in a way like this, <laughs> it'd be the I most leafiest thing. It's the most leafiest thing ever. I feel 100%. like it would be just like maybe a little bit less of an asterisk if they faced like Boston and Tampa. Like yes. if they if yeah. Boston yeah. Tampa were That's knocked true. out super early. And then, like, they had to play the Islanders in, like, the conference final or something. Yeah. And just absolutely yeah. smoked them mm-hmm. because, like, yeah. also Matt Barzell's injured or something. Yeah. Like, I feel like that yeah. would be huge. But if they face tough teams that were good in the regular season, yeah. like, and face, say, like, the Colorado Avalanche, Avalanche in the cup final and beat them or something, yeah, I think it'd be a little bit less, like, okay, this is kind of real. Yeah. But well, if and anything... I... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, buddy. No, no, no. no I, was, I was finishing. It's fine. Go ahead. Nice. Okay. So finish. <laughs> no, I, I'd be interested I was in arriving. seeing the Leafs face the Lightning, though. I mean, the Leafs yeah. actually beat the yeah. Lightning before the lockdown happened. So, yeah, 100%. You know, I, I, that would be a really good matchup. Like, just speed on speed. Both teams are, like, high-powered offense. Um, you know, the goalies are, you know, Anderson hasn't had his best season, but it'd be interesting to see how the goalie matchup would go. Yeah. Uh, both teams decide not to play defense and just go full in offense. It'd be a fun, fun series. Really that's kind of what you they guys, want. That's what the initial wants. So. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think too, like how quickly people forget about some of the other crazy things that have happened. Like to your point, Bilal, like obviously the Leaf stuff is you know magnified because it's the Maple Leafs. But if you think even about 
um, Tampa last year in the playoffs, like falling yeah. apart in front of Columbus. Like people kind of forget that this team that was destined to do great things and had the best record since the Red since Wings of old, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's convenient, I suppose that, you know, people have that against the Leafs, but I'm totally with you about the David Ayer stuff. Like I never want to hear about it again. I'm so over it. Oh, um, I know, but it's something you're going to hear forever. We should go so, down and start a riot on David Ayer's day when this all lifts. Down in Carolina, burn his jerseys. Yeah, burn his jerseys. Jersey. Try to grab his equipment. Try to burn that. I mean, I don't know. I wanted to ask you guys about something too because I don't know how we're going to segment the episode. But today I was reading an article about Luke Fox talking about some hypotheticals, and there was this interesting one that I thought of that I wanted to bring up because you mentioned it a second ago about um, Anderson not having a really great season this year. What do you think the op- like the what do you think the optics of or sorry, what do you think the optics would be rather yeah. uh, if the Leafs were to explore trading Freddie Anderson in his last year to acquire a guy like Matt Murray or mm-hmm. somebody else that they might be able to get a little bit cheaper? I'm not saying I agree with it, but I do think it's an interesting conversation because um, if the Leafs yeah. are going to do what we expect them to do, re-signing Dermot, re-signing Mikheyev, whatever, they're going to have to create a bit more cap space. What do you think they do? And do you think trading Anderson might be something to look at? Hmm. Um, okay, if you want me to start here, um, I feel like yeah. Anderson, oh, yeah. I think, I think Anderson is just, it, it depends. Cause like before this season and two times before November, he was playing fine. Like the guy was doing pretty well, like nine, 16, nine, 17, say percentage, nine, 18, you know, stuff in the, the, the above average range. He wasn't illegally, but he was pretty above yeah. average for in the league. Right. But I do wonder, like, his age is starting to maybe, you know, I know goalies are voodoo, so they tend to play into their 30s a bit longer. I don't know. It just depends on depends on the goalie. But I do wonder about his age. If they do get for someone like Matt Murray, I'd be interested. Because I think Matt Murray is – he kind of needs – he may need a fresh start. I don't know his stats, but it seems like Pittsburgh's pissed off with him. Um, just like the, the fans in general or something. But – um. I, I'd be interested in maybe Matt Murray or something. I, I don't know about re-signing Anderson because I, I think at this point, re-signing Anderson to anything more than like three years and you're asking for trouble. Yeah. But, I, know um, that, um, yeah. I know for sure that they kicked tires on uh, Tristan Jari when they were talking about Alexander Georgiev. Mm-hmm. That was when Jari was like, oh, is he going to make the team, whatever, or does he have to go through waivers uh, when Murray was injured and then he was kind of bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know at least they're thinking about it at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I can't see Anderson staying long term just of what he's doing and how expensive he'll be. Because like he's making five mil now, so it's like, what do you think he'll be even on? Like, what do you think he'll try to get? Like eight? Like if he's the Leafs, no. back, like, but like if he's a Leafs so. goaltender. And, like, yeah. even after the season he had, he's like, I've been your goaltender during this whole time that you've been good, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think he probably realistically, it's like a five or six by seven mil. I don't know. Maybe. But that's a, even a lot of teams mil. for a lot of teams for goalies. So look at resume, right? Like, yes, we've been good, but like, there's no, like, really didn't bring them a whole lot. Like, I, I hate But, to like, if well, you're looking at like teams that will, like, the Kings that paid quick or, or Corey Crawford was paid and he was kind of rightfully, I think they, he's very much underrated, but like, I I don't think teams that like carry prices contract or I don't, I don't think think he goes contracts are honestly just 
Like, I think six would be his highest. I don't think he'd go as high as eight. And I think if any team will take the chance of not re-signing him and like will think ahead and be like, yeah. all these goalie contracts are horrible, and it'll probably be the same with Anderson, it'll be the yeah. Leafs that will like kind of think that through. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Leafs mm-hmm. definitely have the smartest management. In the so, NHL, or one of the smartest ones, right? Yeah, not like stupid but, uh, Montreal. Not Montreal, not Bergevin. Carey uh, <laughs> 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 Price, man, my goodness, that contract. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 a tough question. It's you know, obviously this whole pandemic has kind of put you know things into even a different like a different lens now. But you, know, you just you you kind of look at you kind of look at what's happening with Anderson's play, and he wasn't really good after the New Year. Like after New Year's, he just completely just dropped, right? His play just yeah. decided to like not not play well. Now I do expect him to bounce back a bit next season, whenever that starts, whenever play resumes, I don't see him being like a 900 save percentage goaltender, you know, unless he's fighting an injury or something. I don't, I don't know what went wrong with him, but, um, you know, goalies are just really weird and it's hard to predict what, what you can do with them. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I, I would look at Matt Murray. I think Matt Murray is a good option. If they can get him, they can get him. Um, well, yeah. and there's, I don't know. You'll probably have to give up something. I just don't want, like, if I were the Leafs, I don't want to get into a cycle of, like, okay, you trade for Matt Murray, and then he doesn't work out because he hasn't been good this season at all. So, Jerry's no, taking hasn't. a spot. No. So, like, oh, if he doesn't work out, then you're back to square one of, like, trying to find a goalie. So, are you going to pay another first-round pick for a goalie like yeah. Anderson? And who is that going to be? Are you going to go back to Georgiev? Because Georgiev was kind of where Anderson was with the Ducks. So, it's mm-hmm. like – Kind of. Yeah, but I like, kind of like he was in the same kind of like he was younger because Anderson was two years older than when the trade happened. But Anderson um, yeah, but played I some playoff games as well. Like he was a starting yeah. goaltender for a while. Right? Well, yeah, but right, it was him well, and Gibson were kind of going back and forth. Yeah, yeah but I think John Gibson was always going to be the future, right? And I think oh, that yeah. that part is that part's really important in this case too. Because but it's kind of like Shosturkin and him. There's the same age. Sure. No, 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 agreed. So, but what I would hmm. say here is that I think is really significant is planning out and mapping out salary cap and future for what that looks like, right? Like at least with the Penguins, they could tinker a little bit and, and Jim Rutherford's been known to do that where he could do that and then move on from a guy like Murray because they've got Jari in the system, they've got DeSmith in the system, guys who have played NHL time and Jari, Jari's been quite good at you know, Dismith, you know, might be, might be, uh, you know, somebody that could play in a backup role. But the thing is here, though, is that if they were able to get a guy like Murray and move on from him, regardless of the situation, and I like what Bilal said a little while ago, I'm still not crazy about re-signing Freddie a few years from now when he's even older looking for a longer-term contract. And then you still have to factor in Morgan Riley, right? Like, Yeah, I'd rather re-sign Riley than... Yeah, I'd rather resign. Well, that's exactly it, right? And and it's not like their goaltending system's a guaranteed thing either. Where you look at a guy like Jack Campbell, I was listening to a podcast during this whole thing, and he was talking about how he still thinks that he could be a starter, which is good to know that we still have him for another year or two at a pretty low cap hit. But Joseph Wool and the in the like for the Marlies in their system, he was not very good in his rookie season, and he's still yeah. adjusting. Ian Scott's coming back from a hip surgery, so we don't really know what that's like. And Kasky Swoe is not a sure – like, I mean, Kasky Swoe's 27 years old. Like, he's not a guaranteed thing either, right? So I just think that there needs to be a bit of stability, and I know I'm asking for things to be very unstable so we can have a conversation about it. But 
I just think it's something worth considering. It all, it all depends on Anderson ask like what he yeah. wants really. Yeah. So like if he's like, okay, I'll sign for five more years, like go into my 35 plus season, like go into 36, but I'll take a cap hit. Like I'll be, I'll stay at 5 million. Then maybe the Leafs do that just because he's been here. They have experience with him, gets along, whatever locker room stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, you I don't know. Like, explore a trade with him after. If you're really yeah, like you don't want to be stuck, kind of in this carousel of goalies. Like the so many teams, their classic thing is that they've never had the right goalie. Those yeah. flake teams from like again Lazier's the like after Kiprasov left and like the Canes for the longest time. I've never had a goalie. So oh, yeah. despite of yeah. whatever and like um, countless, countless times where there's a team that is so good up front, like they're fine and everything, but it's just a net that they just can't find the right fit. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a, like I think about a team like Colorado, for example, who haven't really had a goalie for a long time either. Um, and you see the impact that a guy like Pavel Frankuz has had on them. And how that's allowed them to have well, a, and Grubauer and stuff. Grubauer, but Grubauer is on such a cheap contract, right? I think he's on a three million dollar contract yes. or whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah. You, you wonder if they could maybe look at something like that just to spread the wealth into other places. But I thought that uh, that that one was an interesting one, and there was another one I wanted to bring up to you guys too. One second, um, we're maybe a little bit late on this, but I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Kyle Clifford resigning. Um, and, and what that could look like and whether or not it's it's worth it to re-sign a guy like Kyle Clifford. Now, I'm biased, uh, obviously, being a Barry boy, and he played for the Barry Colts for a long time. <laughs> I love Kyle Clifford, and I know Carter likes Kyle Clifford, too. Curious as to what you thought that he brought to the table this year, Bilal, and if you think he might be worth re-signing in the offseason. Hmm. Um, I mean, he was he was a fine fourth liner. I uh, don't see him much more than anything much more than that, of course, but um, you, know, you know, a lot of a lot of people kind of discount the whole leadership thing. And, you know, I think it's, it's generally overblown in the media. Um, but, you know, sometimes a young team like the Leafs, like with their young stars, they kind of need like, you know, a, a presence in the room. And yeah, they have Tavares and Riley. And, um, you know, so those guys are obviously there. But, you know, sometimes a team, like it's not a bad idea to sign guys like that. The problem is, is, is he going to ask for a lot more money than he would? Like, you know, Two million bucks for a fourth liner is probably asking for too much on it, especially on a team that's cap strapped as a leash, right? Yeah, but if you think right. of like some like either him or Spezza, like kind of being that presence role, like who would you rather? I'd rather like, Spezza, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, but I think for the money, Spen- that, but the money that you're gonna get out of it, like Spezza's gonna. Well, if Spezza's gonna put up points, minimum, man. I think. It, yeah, he's at league minimum, and he still he can still. But play even if he, yeah. even if he, they resign Spezza at like. 1.5 or 2, I think that's worth it because he could play up. Kyle Clifford can't replace yeah. in the yeah. top six. Like, I think Spetsa oh. can. He's just a little slower. Yeah. But he still has the hand, still has the, like, awareness oh, yeah, of everything. Like, out of that, out out of that whole yeah. line, like, Goche, Spetsa, Clifford. Like, Clifford. Yeah. Still, and maybe oh. they move on from Goche. Like, also, yeah. Yeah. Clifford, re-signing Clifford, that's, like, uh, losing a spot to Engvall or, like, or not getting enough room for these other guys, these, like, Hopeful Marley's graduates or other wingers like Nick Robertson next year. Like if you resign, yeah, Terry, yeah but Robertson's not playing for sure. But from the Marley's perspective, there really isn't anyone that's going to graduate. I was thinking about that when the but season he, got but canceled. But even like, 
but even better, more useful players that are cheap, like Kenny Augustino, who is like top 15 in NHL points. Um, yeah. Like yeah. someone like that could be cheap and useful when you're paying Clifford more than twice of what he earns. Then yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. then what is really worth it? Like, yeah. And, the, you know, Clifford obviously generally attracts that fan, those fans, like, you know, the people who live for the 90s and Wendell Clark and stuff. So, you know, fans do like Me. Kyle Clifford. And I, I like him too. Hey, I, I like him too. He, he, he brings something that I kind of miss from hockey, which is fighting. And yes, I know fighting is dying. And You, you know, should listen something. to our episode with Curtis Gabriel. Oh, uh, yeah, I should. I should. No, I, I mean, I know. I understand. I completely understand what, you know, fighting is going out of style. I completely get why. And it's, you know, but it's something you kind of bring from your past. But, um, sorry, what? Yeah, I think. Curtis Gabriel will replace thing... Kyle Clifford. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I would love I'm that. In that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think that the physicality yeah. part is so important, right? And it I is. know a lot it of is. people aren't crazy about what Clifford brings, but I like it. I think it's great. And, and frankly, if, I, if it was a toss-up between re-signing oh. Robot voice. Goche, and it is, and I still go with Clifford, personally. What did you just say? You, you just, just went you robot just voice. He said Goche or Clifford, oh. he'd go Clifford. Yeah, can you hear me better now? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, but it'd also be for more money. It'd be, like, yeah. double. That's the well, problem. Yeah, fair enough. And on a team that's cash strapped, right? Or well, every every like contract strap. counts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with how much they're paying their guys, like their top guys, you gotta have to find savings somewhere else, right? So it's it's tough. It's a tough it's a tough uh, decision. And he's a, he's an Ontario boy, Air Ontario man. So I've been there, by the way. It's just hard. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I, I, he's an Ontario boy, and you know the whole fa- like you know. These fans are still very old school like that. Like they love their, their Ontario boys, guys who can fight and guys who can play like that. And hey, I like it too. It's just I'm I'm interested. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with them. I hope he can stay for cheap. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I have to sign off. Okay. Just well, saying. Listen. Sorry. You guys can continue. No, no I, my I, ears are killing me. like the messiest episode. Yeah, my headphones are killing me. These are really cheap. Okay. Well, Thomas, <laughs> let me let me do a quick professional wrap-up so that we can end the episode, okay? All right. Okay, here we go. Thank you to everybody for listening to this great episode of uh, Hosers. This was recorded on a Zoom call. We had our friend Bilal join us. Uh, hey. Lots of fun. Thank you to our sponsors, MyPillow, as well as Honey. And... Uh, Bilal's like, you aren't sponsored by fucking nobody. It's true. Um, hey, <laughs> if, you, if we add read, you never know, Bilal. <laughs> we'll just do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, Bilal, before we let you go, last question. Yes. While my dog's barking at me. What is the food item do you, that you think you're most misunderstood for? It's my omelets. It's the omelets. <laughs> Definitely the omelets. Listen, the omelets are, they are, like the way they look on camera looks terrible, but they taste really good. By the way, my mom makes them like that. So you're just seeing my mom's cooking. Oh, um, you never do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but do, my mom makes them like that. It, it's, it's kind of like the, like where we come from in India, that's kind of how they're made. So, yeah. you know, it kind of looks like crap, but trust me, it, it's really good. It's, I'd actually serve that to people. I wouldn't serve anything else. I wouldn't serve the eggs and margarine or <laughs> anything else. I, I completely so get it. Completely get it. 
but the omelets are good, and I don't care what people say. They're really good omelets. I'm gonna not see the omelets. I'm gonna lost the omelets. They look like leather gloves. I was I was thinking. Oh no, I remember. They looked like someone. It looked like uh, you know that like museum with like body parts. Oh, oh my like god! Like the muscle. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It looked like a dehydrated like heart. You're part of the problem, <laughs> Thomas. Not part of the solution right now. Okay. No, I, They're good I, omelets. They're no, good omelets. but it looked like. Yeah, it looked fine. By I the way, burgers are cooked. Have, I will not have Thomas disrespect Bilal any longer. I'm so not, Bilal, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for coming on the podcast, buddy. Um, no problem, Chris. You were you answered you know the call and, and you did not disappoint. So thank you, uh, everybody. Know that you can follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Takeoff Hosers. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Yeah.